two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. It's nowhere different from anywhere else in the world, man. I look out my window, I see the whole thing. One side of the street is Malone's funeral home, and the other side, the library. Try very hard to picture this shit. Walk the way I live at. With parents are embarrassed to tell you they raised their kids at. You need some half and half over eight ball, you can get that. Fuck with little Rodney, and you get all of your ribs cracked in a location where slang is not seen as a fucking recreation, but a vocation. And the sellers and the smokers are both pacing. Got one eye on Minneapolis, PC. What's up? Hey, one year anniversary, huh, Jeff? Yeah. Remember when uh, you go to a restaurant for a one year anniversary and you get a fucking group of waiters and waitresses coming out with that cheery ass song? I'm gonna try that. Uh, our, our three years coming up, uh, October first. Oh fuck yeah! Maybe I'll try that. For birthdays. For birthdays? Oh, yeah. I think the anniversary might have been a little dated. But I know I saw that as a kid before. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, definitely still do it for birthdays at, like, chain restaurants. Yeah, Applebee's. Yeah, your chilies. Which I know you're a big fan of. Yeah, that's good. So, I just heard that you... Had some a chicken tender meal. I did. I uh, went to the King Supers right before this. Uh, got got a uh, went back to the deli. You know, it's just the same setup as a Kroger, so I'm expecting the same quality. And I've I've been bamboozled before. I've had some shitty shitty chicken before, but this was the shittiest chicken I've ever had from this establishment, Eric. What do you mean? Tell us about it. I mean, it's, it's, it's four in the afternoon here, right? So maybe that's partially on me, but I asked for a chicken tender meal that comes with a couple tenders, three tenders, but, I mean, usually the size is fucking ginormous, and then two sides, and a King's Hay wine roll. Okay. I asked for macaroni and mashed potatoes for my sides. Classic. I get my little tray, and I'm going to check out, and I look at my tenders. My tenders, man, this is about the size of my fucking 
Maybe not as small as my finger, but damn near close to it. In Tiny it, ass little tenders. More like chicken fries. Yeah. You're, they're a little thicker, but still. I was like, because your fingers more closely resemble a chicken fry than a chicken tender. Yeah, it's like, remember Paul in high school always used to say to me with your breadstick fingers? Oh yeah, the breadstick fingers. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I, I, I look at my sides. Instead of mashed potatoes and macaroni, I get double mash. And Eric, do you remember back in uh, grade school, middle school, high school when we get tenders and mash? Oh yeah. Sometimes if you had a later lunch, those uh, mashed potatoes and gravy, with the gravy sitting on top, would just be sitting under that heat lamp for quite a while. Oh, yeah. And it kind of mold together into this fucking paste. Oh, that gr- I was just going to ask, did you have gravy? Because I hate 90% of, like, it has to be a good gravy. I would definitely not get the gravy if it was from Kroger. So this gravy was terrible? This gravy was melted completely into the mashed potatoes. Like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, what gravy is there? It congealed it into one. Like this, uh, someone just stuck a lump of butter on it. Yeah, the gravy had congealed into the potatoes and formed one. Exactly, but there's still no fucking gravy viscousness, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, was it a brown gravy? Uh, or like a turkey gravy? The yellow. The, the yellow. <laughs> it's not gravy. It's so appetizing. Like, I'll like that if it's a lot of gravy, but this was some dry-ass fucking mash. And I take my dry-ass tender, and I go to dip it in the mash, because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a mash dipper. Of course. Always happen. Of course. I go to dip it in the mash, I take a bite. That skin... Or that breading, whatever the fuck it is, tough as shit. Like, it's getting caught in my teeth. I'm fucking chewing on it like a dog chews on a bone. I can hardly swallow the shit. Yeah, the chicken... Like, okay, that's a dry tender, and that, there's not a lot of meat in that tender either. They overcooked him, Jeff. You got a dry-ass tender. I got dry-ass tender. I got fucking dry-ass taters. Thank God for the Kings of Wine Bowl because I fucking bailed on the rest of the meal halfway through. Either in the fork, if you will. Yeah, I did. I never used the fork. I threw it in the fucking plate and threw it away. <laughs> oh, fuck. How, how much did that cost you? Uh, 550 See? Should have been free. Like, you wouldn't even feed that to a homeless guy. That shit was fucking old. No. Uh, have you ever seen uh, Kroger chicken being served at a wedding? I would accept that. Yeah, that's probably the coolest thing ever. If I get to, if I could go back and do it again, I would have served Kroger chicken at the wedding. Oh. No, it was like barbecue, like pulled pork. Oh uh, yeah, no, you can't go wrong with that, especially with the summer wedding. Outdoor venue and everything. No, yeah, you, good yeah, no, you can't go wrong. But like, shit would have got if people would have gotten the old Kroger chicken wedding, 
people would have really, really went wild. I mean, they already did go wild. But if there would have been Kroger chicken, they would have had to call the police for sure. Yeah. Because people, oh, yeah. you know how people get after they eat a Kroger chicken wedding meal. After the pass out, the other half just get all more ready. Yep. Yep. You gotta, you really gotta drink after the Kroger chicken. It's gonna leave you thirsty as hell. It's all salty. You're gonna be thirsty as a mug. Yeah, it's not amazing, but it'll do. Like, for, super, for sure. Supers, on the other hand, I, I thought it was going to be the same fucking chicken people. Is, is Kroger's Chester's? Chester's? Yeah, who's in charge of Kroger's chicken? I don't think it has. I think it's just Kroger chicken. You tell me there's a Chester's chicken, and that's who's, that's who's slinging the chicken over at King Supers? No. No. Oh. No, probably the the deli meats. Like that's what they that's what they do. Oh, okay. But what's it called? I gotta look this up. Chester's chicken. Yeah. That's hilarious. You should call and be like, "Who's uh subbing out the ch- who's the subcontractor on the chicken out there? <laughs> who's in charge of the chicken? Put on a Roy D. Mercer. <laughs> yeah, because I had the chicken yesterday and it was terrible. Just terrible. And it burned my Chester's Chicken. Based in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. I don't know, I kept thinking of churches. I don't even I don't think I've ever been to Chester's Chicken. I've I've seen um I swear I've had it, but I've definitely seen signs for it on the obvious days of shit. Anyway, that's my ter- terrible chicken story, so be careful with King Super's chicken. Don't trust it. DTC, don't trust that chicken. DTC, baby. Ah, so, uh, Eric, for the one year, uh, tried to get a hold of some people to spice shit up. Oh, did you have something planned? Uh, not, nothing, I mean, people fell through because that's, that's how it goes, but, uh, our buddy Wolf, you know Wolf. Yeah, I know Wolf. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he should be up for a little bit longer here. And, uh, Milkman Bork said, although he's at work, if we have any spur-of-the-moment mo- spur movie questions, we can get him on the board. For a quick movie breakdown? Yeah, any, any random movie questions. Like, we had, uh, last week, with, or two weeks ago with Heavyweights. He answered that for us, uh, off-air. Oh, yeah. Our question was, uh, did Pat have a last name, right? Yeah. Did Pat have a last name of women if, if and when was it mentioned? Okay. Why don't you tell the listeners what Bork uncovered for us? All right. Let me find it on the movie book really quick here. So, Bork uncovered 
And he said, what scene does he say it in? Yep, yep. Where they just get their ass kicked in baseball. Uh, right before the uh, game, Pat's out there talking to uh, Ben Stiller. And it's a scene where Ben Stiller uh, just runs away with his bike on his shoulder. We're not teaching about sports. We're teaching about, about life. life. <laughs> oh, man. a good catch. I did not remember that at all. No, but yeah. Rob's a Borgie. Don't man Borg forget that shit. Pat Finley. Uh, so yeah, if we come across some movie shit, we'll, we'll give him a call. Yeah. Might even get... Yeah, you gotta spice up the one year anniversary somehow. You gotta have someone else in bed with you for the one year. Yeah, we're gonna have to... We'll, we'll do a football seg- segment somewhere in there. What's yeah. What's what I want to talk about? The Bears? Yeah. Bitch about bitch. Bitching about Mitch. Uh, so what, what? Yeah, we didn't really plan anything for the one year, but that's podcasting. Uh, you don't pl- that's, yeah. You don't plan. You simply don't plan, Jeff. I told you I'm in school now. I didn't tell the listeners, but I'm in podcasting school now. And the first. Yeah, podcasting. It's at a uh, PU Pod University. Pod U. Yeah, Pod U, and uh, yeah, that's day one stuff. Actually, is do, you don't plan anything. Never plan. Yeah. Never plan for a podcast. Never plan. Sometimes record without recording. Yep. Never check the levels. Never check the levels. Do you check the levels? Never check the levels. And, um, never be sober. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're doing a great job so far. Everything I've learned is right on board with what we've been doing. Yeah, we killed it our rookie season. Yep. Yeah, it's been the rookie seasons in, in the past. Now, will it be a sophomore slump? Or will it take off? Yeah. Will we be the next Joe Rogan? Or is it a sophomore slump and we'll be the next um, Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> Does she still do anything? I think she's laying low. I haven't heard about Rosie O. I gotta check this out real quick. I haven't heard about old Rosie in a long time. Yeah. Oh my god. Um who do the Bears play this week, Jeff? This coming week? Yeah. Monday night football with the Redskins, racial slurs. Oh. The Washington racial slurs, okay. Uh she's doing a couple things still, but no, she's laying pretty low, Jeff. Did she? 
Real low. Uh, so yeah, we were talking a little football. Why don't you give Wolf a call? Let's just see what he's doing. Actually, hear you. Right. Can you hear me? Yeah. What kind of technology you got going on here, Jeff? How'd you place this call? Uh, I'm on an iPhone. I hit the add call button. Wow. Hit Wolf's number and then hit the purge call button. Amazing. I'm going to give you a round of applause. Great job for figuring that out. Uh, Wolf, what do you think of uh, the Bears' chances versus the Washington racial slurs? Well, I just found out it was on Monday, so that kind of pissed me off. But uh, <laughs> I, like, I like their chances. Uh, Monday games, no, none of us can watch, right? I might have to go to a bar. Jeff, what's your plan? You got cable? Holy shit. Hold on a second. God damn, Jeff, all the come up. He's got cable. I ain't too much for him, but I got cable. Uh, still living that commercial lifestyle. Yep. What about, what about uh, last week's victory, Wolf? Are you poo-pooing it? But so you saw Khalil Mack sucking wind like a freaking wildebeest. <laughs> but did we get did we get a big break though with that? Was that a bullshit call on Trubisky? Which one are we talking here? There are a lot of bullshit calls. <laughs> the uh, the uh, roughing the passer. Oh, against the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, Mukamara sits in the old gum tree, <laughs> snatching all the footballs he can see. Stop, a Mukamara stop. Oh, that's terrible. Sure. This is a podcast. This is a, it's a wrestling <laughs> podcast, but it's, it's merged because it's a one year anniversary. Yep. Um, so I even said this to Packers man. He said that's the best take I've heard on the situation. <laughs> it, was, it was bullshit, but here's the thing. There's a roughing the passer called on Joe Flacco in the first half that was also 
Even Mark Schlereth, Man 101, said it was bullshit. And because the rest said that bullshit-ass precedent, something happened, oh, if you touch the quarterback, you're going to get that call. They had to give it over to the Bears. It was poor timing, but they had to even the fucking score. They set that precedent themselves, so there you yeah. go. Yeah, Jeff, that's the, that's the call I was thinking about. I don't, didn't remember who they called it on. Uh, shit, I couldn't tell you right now. I, I was, it was a really, really bad call. That, that was in between hard attacks three and four for me. Oh, <laughs> geez, I had, a, I had at least a dozen, Bob. <laughs> so, well, well, that's, that's, that's any, any Broncos game right there, really. It's always a tight, butthole clincher, and the Broncos usually get lucky. Have you? I was surprised you didn't go to this game. Uh, Lampard did. Oh, did he? It's were hell expensive, so. Uh, did, he, was he, did he stay for the whole thing, I hope? Yeah. Actually, um, funny side story. So, there's another bartender at Badgers who's a diehard Bears fan. Like, uh... Die hard. She's from Chicago or something. And uh, she was at the game as well. As soon as that two-point conversion happened to put the Broncos in front with 31 seconds, she went to the bathroom and just started bawling. She missed the, she missed the entire fucking drive, everything, the rest of the game. She found her friend uh exiting the bathroom and her friend's a Broncos fan. She's like, oh, hey, congratulations. And then she's like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> like, she was getting upset. And like, she's like, no, you fucking won. So she was literally crying about this? Yeah. That's insane. Who who cries about sports? I don't know. I just anger drink. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never cried about a sporting event. Yeah, it was a lot like that game. Lots of heart attacks. Yeah. What's the kicker's name? Eddie Piles. Eddie Pinero, yeah, Eddie Money. Eddie Money? Eddie, Eddie Pinero or Eddie De Niro. Nice. The are calling him. Eddie De Niro. <laughs> That's great. So optim are you optimistic, Wolf, or are you still pessimistic? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm... I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic. It's the, it's the Washington racial slurs. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Washington, go fuck yourself. They better win this goddamn game. I mean, yeah, they gotta win this game. It's a shake your fist, you best win this fucking game. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we, we got the Vikings next. What did, uh, what did, what did Mark Schlereth say, Jeff, during that broadcast that was hilarious? Oh, Lord. Uh, hang on a 
Oh, no, no, no. I remember it. He said uh, there was like a half-yard run that took place, and he said, you know, sometimes you got to nod your head to a half-yard run and clap for that. Sometimes you got to nod your head for a half-yard run as long as it's nasty. As long as it's mean and nasty. So if you get... So as long as you could, you could almost kill yourself to get a half a yard, and uh, as long as it's mean and nasty, baby. Yeah, whatever that means to Mark Flaherty. Yeah, like He's a meathead. Yeah, Denver's own, and he's he's meaty as a cup. Oh wait, he's from Denver too. No, but it, like he played for Denver, didn't he? Or he's not an athlete. He played for them, but he's also on local sports out here. He has a sports show, like Colin Cowherd, or I mean, like uh, Jim Madsen. Oh, Jim Madsen. Who just who rocked that burp? Me. Nice. Oh no, he's from Alaska. Anchorage, Alaska. I'll be damned. No, that's where he's from. Oh, Alaskan boy. Uh, I guess he knows about being a man if he's from Alaska. Oh. All right. Well, if any 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 closing thoughts on the football? On the football? On the foosball or wrestling or whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, they're absolutely terrible. I mean, I know you guys listen to the, uh, Levin, the Dan Levitard show. They gotta be talking about it. Oh yeah, it's fun to listen to them talk about it. But they don't they don't really care. Like, they haven't, like, nobody thinks the Dolphins are going to be good for the past, you know, 20 years. Yeah, I mean, Miami really doesn't have anything going right now. No. But it, like, it, it is a crazy, it is the craziest, like, I haven't seen one of, has anybody seen one of their games yet? No, I'm just trying to... What week did they play uh, the Patriots? The first week? Uh, that last week. Yeah, they got absolutely destroyed. Yeah, I didn't see that. I remember seeing the score, but I didn't see it. And then who did they play the first week? The Jets? Baltimore, I think. Oh, yeah, Baltimore. Yeah. I still haven't seen the... I want to see the Dolphins play, though. I want to see this mess. And I still haven't seen it. Who are they playing this week? Uh, um, Bills are in Dallas. Oh, yeah, they're in Dallas. So we probably will have an opportunity to see that, though. Thanks for coming on to celebrate the 100th uh, anniversary that we didn't plan for anything for. Because that's podcasting. I was telling Jeff I'm in podcasting school now. Podium. 
I'm at pod U. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later, Wolf. All right, see you guys. Later. Later. <laughs> later. Oh, did you take care of all the technology, Jeff? You still there? Oh, I'm here. Oh, there he is. It looks like you successfully did it. I'm going to give you a round of applause. Yeah, we talked a little pig skins. We cut it up with Wolf on a little pig skin there. Um, I wonder if there's like people that go to listen to this and they're like, they're not even talking about wrestling. Uh, there's got to be a couple, but I mean, <laughs> they either stick around for the bullshit beforehand or they just skip the first 20 to 30 minutes of every podcast. Yeah. Yeah, this one ran a little long, and I'm on a bit of a time restraint tonight, so we probably better get to a little wrestling. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get down to the brass tacks. Yeah, and if we think of some, if, we, if a movie comes up, we'll have to give Bert a call at the old uh, 9 to 5. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Clash of Champs, Eric. Oh, I totally forgot we were going to talk about The Clash. Uh, I thought it was pretty mediocre for me, bruh. I feel like, um, I'll have to look back at the card here. I'm looking at the card. It started with the, uh, Raw tag match. Seth and Braun versus Ziggler and Rude. And, I mean, there's basically nothing to be said. Was the match even that good? I know it's short, but, and Braun had a couple of runarounds in the ring, but besides that, I can't remember shit about it. No, it wasn't. It was stupid. I, I didn't. It, 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 got, it got the job done. We both knew Root and Ziggler were gonna fucking take the titles. Yeah, but I I didn't. I did a whole lot of like sh- watching this one very shittily, especially this match. Uh Because I just didn't. I I hate the thrown together tag. It drives me nuts. So immediately I'm like, oh fuck this, fuck this match. So yeah. yeah here for an opening match. It didn't give me hype at all. No. So, do we both predict that one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Charlotte and Bailey. Um, it was a, uh, a weasel match. Oh, God. Yeah, I was trying to remember what happened. Yeah, it was a weasel match. Good. Tell us about this weasel no. match. <laughs> so, I barely got going. The match was three and a half minutes long. What had happened was Bailey sneakily, like not not even known to the audience, she sneakily went at the bottom turnbuckle, not the top turnbuckle, but the bottom one, and untied it, took the padding off, and then little drop toe hold to Charlotte Flair. She hits her fucking noggin on the bottom exposed turnbuckle, and that just knocks you out. Wrestling 101, you're out like a light. Yep, out like a light. Yeah, if you hit the fucking exposed turnbuckle in wrestling, you're done. Yeah, you might as well be concussed. I mean, it depends on how you hit it, I guess, because I've seen them just... If you do just like the... If it's the top turnbuckle and you just do a face slam into it, you can recover. Sometimes. But a bottom turnbuckle, drop toe hold, you cannot. 
At least I've never Oh yeah, they do that. Okay. Yeah, they do that same sequence with the drop toe hold. Because usually you do it with the top one, so the audience can see you fucking untying it and like give you some heat and everything. Yeah, that's true. This one just came out of left field, and Bailey got a roll up after that and fucking darted out the goddamn arena. Yeah, I think we talked about it during it, but. I'm just confused. Oh, yeah, because you said, I'm confused if Charlotte's a heel or a face. And I said, I'm more confused what Bailey is. Because she's, like, <laughs> be- becoming a heel. But, you know, she's still doing, like, she comes out, same music. she got the little blow-up thing. She's giving the kids high fives. Exactly. And then she does this. So I guess they're just morphing her into a heel. I, I think. Yeah. You mean like Byron as the face commentator is is making Bailey heel like he's hating her and Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Really? How, how is she a hypocrite? I guess that's where they're going. Uh, I mean, just associating with Sasha Banks is making you heal. Yeah. But uh, but they're t- yeah. She's. I guess they're just doing the slow morph, not the quick turn. They might. I think they will, considering how it ended. You know, it wasn't, yeah, right. wasn't clean, so they'll probably continue that. Uh, the Revival beat The New Day. Did we predict that? I can't remember. I think yeah, we did. That new day. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Revival won with submission. Yep. Um... No, it was like uh, something to do with Xavier's elbow or arm or something. Remember, they were working on, they did the classic, uh, like, focus on a body part, and instead of just putting yeah. him out, they put him in the submission. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. So that's a little bit of a shock. Then, then you add more boredom with the Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, Rosenville versus the Blissing Cross. Nothing to see here. Nope, except DeVille is, she. We like we've been saying, she's really good. She's good, just getting dragged down, yeah. Yep, fuck that. Uh, Intercontinental Championship was after this. I don't remember a damn thing about that. Yeah, this is just the sleepiest pay-per-view I've ever seen. So sleepy, the, the Miz has been boring me to sleep lately. The only thing I like about this match is I remember Sami Zayn was on the mic for some of it. Yep. He's doing like what they did with uh, Leo Rush. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about Leo. Yeah, he's out. That's exactly what this is. It's a Leo Rush, Bobby Lashley scenario. And then you had 
So yeah, that so so far the pay per view's been a snoozer. They put the AJ versus uh, Cedric Alexander match on the pre show. Yeah, and that could partially be due to the fact that uh, Cedric Alexander's uh, from Charlotte, where this pay per view was, like to get the crowd hype. But man, have that as the opening match. Yeah, and the the pre the pre show match is only four minutes and fifty five seconds, which is not enough. Alexander AJ was only five minutes? Yeah. Holy shit. Isn't that weird? That's really weird. So then, then you get the first kind of good match of the night. Best match of the night, in my opinion, but that I'm allowed with Becky Mark. We're talking Sasha versus Becky for the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, that was good. Now, this, this had potential as a match before it uh, went to high hell. Sasha ended up bringing a chair in the ring after a pretty damn good match that went on for about uh, what twelve minutes or so. Yeah. Sasha brings a chair in the ring. Uh, can't use it. Becky gets gets the advantage. Comes to use the chair. Sasha ducks. Becky hits the ref and falls over like a fish. And then. Chaos just ensues, Eric. Pure chaos. Yeah, they, they're really doing the chair thing with the ladies this go-around. It's a, it's a personal weapon. I wish somebody would hit somebody harder with it. Oh, yeah, Becky and Sasha were doing soft chair shots, especially Becky's shots in the ref, which you could say Kate made, oh, it's a ref, she was trying to pull back. But... It's just like... Yeah, are they doing it on purpose, or that's just how hard they can swing it? I don't believe that. I think they're being extra careful with each other. Yeah, that's pissing me off. Like, I want to see Charlotte come out there and fucking swing to knock somebody's fucking head off their shoulders. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want a, just a brutal shot. Totally. So this one, I ended up going back into the audience and then up into the concession stands. On the concourse, uh, Sasha got some mustard on her back. Hell yeah! I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm a sucker for the concourse visit. Oh yeah. They always. No, they're gonna try to stick their fat faces in there. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> but it always there's always a food spot like you get nachos or. You know, somebody does something with some food. Yeah. Which I always enjoyed. And then they uh, made their way back down to the ring. And Cole's like, Cole says on, like, to the pay-per-view watchers, oh, and this match has already been called. That means that he's qualified. Like, how the fuck do you know that, Cole? The ref is still unconscious and the bell hasn't sounded. Yeah, it was, that was such a whack way to do it. You wait till the ref wakes back up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the ref wakes back up and he just goes and like talks to the timekeeper and the guy just announces like Becky was disqualified. And then the audience is obviously pissed at this point as Becky just walks off. 
I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh yeah, for sure. But like you said, I, I mean, this is the eighth match of the show. Like, it, there was a lot of garbage before this. Yeah, there was a lot of garbage. So, like, when that happened, you, I was like, even though that was shitty, it was still the best match by a mile so far. After that, you just had the big boy matches, uh, Orton versus Kofi. It's a snoozer for me. Yeah, and it was a like, obviously it's a good match or whatever, but it, I don't, I'm not down for it. You know, I was never feeling this this feud very much, and I was kind of meh when it happened. You know what I mean? Well, it's just over. I'm, I'm kind of over this feud. I mean, it's a, it's a good match in ring, but. With the way the pay-per-view was going, and then the audience just got screwed out of that last match, they didn't even seem that into it. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a couple good spots, you classic Gordon Superplex and shit. Yeah. Like you said, good in-ring, but still, we need some story. We're, we're WWE fans, man. Yeah. We're not out here watching, like, we don't go to indie shows every weekend. No. You know? Oh yeah, not hating on that shit at all. That's a blast. Yeah. But but I am a WWE style wrestling fan. I like the stories, the whole the whole thing, the pageantry, Jeff. The whole nine. The whole nine, baby. No, I I mean, if I I can't just sit and watch spot fests every night of my life. You know, I need I need the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, totally. So this wasn't cutting for me. We didn't know. We didn't know what the story was. You know, he was stupid. Kof- Kofi was stupid, but we didn't know why. Oh God! And Orton, like you said, we talked about this. Orton and Kofi basically, like they they were trying to make uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit, basically. Yeah. Like, and then one pay per view match, or was it even a pay per I don't know, and we—I could be wrong, but I'm just not convinced that Kofi and Randy had this background that they're trying to tell us they did. No, not they had one feud, and like Orton's always like, "Oh, what have you done since then?" That's not—that's—that's that's not Kofi's problem. That's Vince's problem. Yeah. So yeah. So like, well, what are they supposed to do? I mean, I get they're two best, but shit. 
I mean, just, yeah, there was just nothing behind it. They gave him, what's those two do? Who'd they give him? Oh, the Revival, right? Yeah. And that's kind of like, what? We didn't really know why. We didn't really know about that either. They showed the leg drop so many times. Yeah. I'm very familiar with that leg drop, even though I didn't watch wrestling in that era. Uh, Eric Rowan defeats Roman Reigns. Yep, no, no DQ match. Uh, Luke Harper returns. Which Jeff was really Jeff was really pissed about. I am not a fan. In live time, Jeff was pissed to see uh, Luke Harper. <laughs> not happy with you, bro. Not happy. He came out and Jeff was like, no. Which I, I like. I like Luke Harper. He's always the coolest one to me out of all, the, all of them. I mean, I guess Braun Strowman's pretty pretty cool now. Well, actually, they're, what am I talking about? Bray Wyatt is the man right now. Yeah. And Braun Strowman's pretty cool. I don't know. I guess I just don't like Eric, Eric Rowan, actually. Eric Rowan is definitely at the bottom or top of the pool, depending on how you see it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm just not an Eric Rowan guy. So, I agree. He's coming back to, to be with Eric. It's like, eh, I don't know. I wish you just would have... I don't know what I wish you would have done. Going back to NXT or something. Just not being with Rowan. Like, no one is here to see that. No. Like, yeah. I Yeah, I, I mean, I hear you. I hear you on that. How do they eat? Like, I, I can't take you seriously off the mic when you have your facial hair covering the microphone. <laughs> so, not, not happy with the return. Well, are they, there's no way that they go back to the Butt Boys. The Bludgeon Brothers. Like... I, I don't think they go back to that name. No. I, I think they're clearly aligned. For sure. But obviously. obviously, but I'm saying, like, there's no way they go back to the Bludgeon Brothers. Axe-wielding fools? Yeah. No. Let's hope not. Fucking paper mache axes. <laughs> there were some AEW axes. It looked like uh, AEW did this thing with, like, a... It was like a throne, and they... It was like Triple H's throne, I guess, and they smashed it. Remember I told you this? Yeah, so I, I think I said it to you, but it was terrible. Like, people thought it was cool. It was horrible. Uh, it was just like a prop. Like, it looked really phony. It looked like a prop on, uh, what was that, uh, what was that show called on Nickelodeon? And it had parts that, like, people would jump out and scare the kids. And it was kind of a scary show. And there was, yeah, it, it was like a prop on that. Like, it was like a boulder that fell on Legends of the Hidden, Te Hidden Temple. Like, it was bad. But, like, for, you know, people marking out on AEW, like, they could they could put, they could literally put out some complete shit and people would be like, that was so cool. Just because they got that, you know what I mean? They got the new flavor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got the new flavor. 
<laughs> Great, that's a good pun. Did you even know that you were doing that? No, what, what happened? <laughs> All In. All In was the, I think, their first show. I think All In's the Chicago show where they, and before AEW. Oh, uh, you mean, what is just an independent thing? Yeah, like they hadn't given themselves a promotional name. They just were, the show was just called All In. Well, good, great job. Great job. Give a round of applause for that. Oh, well, let me get my, let me load it up here on my Mac, on my iMac. Can you believe that, Jeff? That thing costs a dollar. Fuck yeah, it's got a lot of cool stuff. I bet I bet there's people out there waiting to hear this. Bulls fans. I know, it's coming. It's coming. The 30 second Bulls update is on the way. It's hot on the trail. It's hot on the trail, baby. No sophomore slump for the Bulls update. So we are just... Let's see, we're, we got to get through this. We got, we, got one, we got one more match on the pay-per-view, Eric, and then we'll get through. Because not too much happened in, in wrestling this week, so we can get through this quick. Okay. Oh, Seth and Braun, baby. Yeah. The no longer tag champions. They started the night off as tag champions. Now they're not. Nope. Now they're just fucking foes going at it. What did you think of this match, Eric? I thought it was okay. I thought what happened at the end was the best part of the show. Um, but the match itself, it was fine. Uh, I didn't... I, oh, okay. The Braun Strowman spot where he did the splash was amazing, and he should have won. Seth drops the title right there, in my opinion. Holy shit, I forgot. Braun did a fucking splash. Oh, it was a big boy. Yeah, if anybody, if you're like casual wrestling fan, really, you're going to want to fast forward to this moment and just keep watching for what happens after this match, because that's your best, your best stuff. Yeah, your best, best of the night. <laughs> Braun Strowman gets up on the top rope, I mean all the way up, baby. Not like a, not like, yeah, not like the normal 350 pounders do, I mean all the way to the top. And he's shaking like a leaf. Like, I thought he was going to fall over like a hundred times. I'm like, oh my god. This man is gigantic. And he does a splash. Like, just a traditional splash, right? This is a little frog thrust. Yeah, he kind of frogged it a little bit. But anyway, I mean, he, ju he jumped. Huge monstrosity of a man off the top rope. And hit this splash on Seth Rollins. I don't know how he didn't die. It was a. He should have died. He died. Just, I didn't know how when Braun rolled off that his chest wasn't caved in. In, in Space Jam, one of the monsters did an elbow drop off the uh, backboard onto, I believe, Porky Pig. And <laughs> Porky Pig, at, when the monster got up, was flat as a pancake. Yes. That's what Seth Rollins should have been. Yeah, it was like he hit it hard, man. Like, he did not give it, show any love.
for the guy underneath. No. It was... This is all my weight coming down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what... Actually, you know what? Uh, Call Bork real quick. All right. Food. We need food. I should probably talk during this. I don't even know where Jeff, where'd you go? Jeff! I should have been playing some music. I'll add in some music. Did you lose him? Bert, I know you're working, so we're going to keep this real short and sweet, but we want to hear, the audience wants to hear the story of how you, tell us about that frog splash you hit on Brandon's ass, and and knock, and knock the, the wind out of him. Oh, the frog splash? Yeah, because we were talking about Braun Strowman just hit a mean splash on a Sunday, off the top rope, just about crushed Seth Rollins through the fucking canvas, it was wild. Yeah, when I heard that last week, so I was like, that reminds me of my frog splash. But um, we were at Monkey Joe's in the little, I guess it's just like the bouncy house, the little flat area. Arena is and what they call yeah, it. Yeah, the little the inflatable arena. The arena. And I don't remember where he was positioned, but I remember I was a good, like, you know, a couple feet away from him. And I think it was just all of us jumping, and I got air. I just did a perfect frog, five-star frog splash, and I've never really done this before. No, it was... I think it but I know, I know you tuck in tight, and then you expand. Yep. And I just hit him right with my chest and knocked the wind out of him. You, you gave... He gave him, just like we talked about, Jeff, he gave it 100%. He showed... He gave it all chest, huh? Yeah, he showed no love. No fucking remorse. I was excited. I didn't know what I was capable of, but... And it's underselling it. You're underselling it because it was he he got the balance and he, I thought he was ten feet in the air, like it was gigantic. Yeah, I was surprised of, of the bounce in that inflatable thing because it wasn't too springy, but like we were all kind of getting air in there. <laughs> uh, but I think it was one of the things where like everyone bounced me up a little higher, and I just Brandon happened to be on the ground, so I was just like, "Yep, this is happening." <laughs> you get the splash, bitch. And then, like, it's, it, it straight up, like, hurt him. Like, he, you could tell he winced in pain, and he was like, he was like, man, what the hell? Like, he, I thought we were wrestling. Like, this motherfucker just totally hit me with a potato. Like, just yeah. smashed oh, me. Yeah. He, he got 220 pounds of milk boy on him. So, uh... What, what's, the, what's the wrestling term for that? That you, uh, actually, or potentially... A yeah, like a potato. Yeah, you hit him. You hit him with a potato. Like you meant to hit him hard because you hated him. Is that the thing that we saw? Like, uh, uh, who was it? Big beefcake. Uh, 
check somebody like that and like actually get oh, yeah. or something like that? Yeah, Braun Strowman. Yeah, Braun Strowman. Okay. Yeah, he needs... Well, like, you can... Potato's, like, more a punch. Oh. Uh, and then there's... I don't know. There's a lot of them. You can, like, sandbag somebody. Like, if I was going to suplex you, and you didn't want to play along, and you were being a dick, you wouldn't play along, and I'd have to lift you over my head, you know? You sandbag yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You'd be sandbagging him. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so, I thought there was another term for, like, using I don't know. Probably. I know. I mean, it's called working stiff, but that doesn't mean that the that doesn't mean that the other person's not in on it. Like two guys can work stiff together. You know what I mean? We've all seen that. Yeah. Brandon wasn't working stiff that day. He was a fucking lip did bitch. And Borg came in there stiff as fuck. So, uh, before you leave, Bork, uh, what's the last movie you watched? And tell us about it. Um, last night we watched, uh, Pacific Rim. Oh, okay. Is that, is it's a lot What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Pacific Rim, Jeff, is the one where it's giant, like, Godzilla monsters, and um, the humans make, like, giant robots to fight them. Sounds like it'd be cooler with Lane Rock Johnson in it. I mean, he would he would put asses in seats. Yeah, he definitely would. But this one had Charlie Day in it, you know. Yeah, Charlie. Charlie, he was a scientist. Oh, that's the last movie I saw last night. All right. Then Bert, really quick. What uh, what's Rosie O'Donnell's next next uh picture or work? What what's she gonna do to get back on the scene? Um, or has she had? No, I think she's done though. But knowing Hollywood, they might try and bring back all those old broads for uh, League of Their Own too. Yeah, or Legan maybe. Or like she's on like a woman's uh, talk panel. You know, like a View or something. Um, yeah, she's doing that now. I think. I'm just saying she uh, could be if she's not. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure she already is. But yeah, I think that's what she's up to nowadays. Uh, well, we were talking about Rosie O earlier. Were we watching, like, Harry the Spy or something? No. Oh, I, yeah, that's got up. Well, Jeff was telling us about his crush on Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, keep, keep, keep your eyes open for 2025 and League of Their Own, too. All right. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Bert. <laughs> you better get back to work, bud. All right, later. Bye. Later, Jeff. Jeff, I'm here. All right. I'm glad we got that straight, though. Yep. So, um, after that, The Fiend comes in and attacks Seth, and that was, like, the coolest moment of the night for me. Yeah, keep, keep it rolling. Tell us about that. Start of Raw. Rollins just comes out. He's, he's floating about being Raw. And he's like, what happened to dress? It choked out my Bray Wyatt. And 
live-action Hell in a Cell. You basically put no story into it. You just like, yeah, we have a match. Yeah. That sick son of a bitch in a mask got me. And then the Funhouse interrupts. And Braun's, I mean, not Braun, Bray's just kind of doing his thing on the Funhouse. And Ramblin' Rabbit is trying to warn Rollins. He's like, damn it. Yeah, and they're doing it. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For sure, and they're doing it like a, like an invasion, right? Like the the show takes over or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like when fun. I don't know because it, it wasn't always like that, was it? I feel like Cole used to say like the family phone house is coming up. Yeah. Which is great. But throughout, like, did, there was more than one segment on Raw of the Funhouse. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, the close of Raw, I don't know if they ended earlier or what, but the close of Raw was, like, literally over a minute of the Funhouse music just being, like, warped and played backwards and slowed down, like, Yeah. Yeah. The cl- Yeah, and then uh, at one point, I think it was the first, maybe the, was it three Funhouse segments? Uh, at least, like they, they teased it a couple of times throughout the night, like going to commercial, just pop up with the fucking imaging and the uh, music, basically. Okay, well after one of them, uh, they, they made like, like they were running a, um, I don't know what they were previewing. Oh, I think they were just talking about stuff that was going to happen that night, like the matches and whatever. Like, you know, and they're giving a rundown of the show that's going to come, and everything was upside down because the Funhouse had, like, fucked with their, uh, you know, video. I, I didn't even make that connection. I literally thought the producer fucked up, and then Renee mentioned it halfway through. It's like, is everything upside down? And Corey's just fucking blank-facing it. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's the conclusion that's I connected. did. Yeah, I think so for sure. Okay. Um, so I'm cool. I'm down with all this, man. I love this. I love this stuff. This is a this is an actual story that that's building and like he's just facing random pe- people, which is kind of whack. Like I wish he would stick with somebody and start a story, but he has a story of his own, you know. So I guess it really doesn't matter. Like he can just go out and and hunt people down, I guess, for a while. But eventually, we got to see Bray Wyatt in like a real story. Well, I mean, this this is the closest thing. Like, this is his first story. Really, Finn Balor was just for his debut to squash him, and the rest of them was just like uh, to assert his dominance. Really. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, it, this this feels like something that's going to last until Hell in Cell and it's over, too, you know? You think? I mean, it could. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't see him in, like, a title run yet. He doesn't need a fucking belt. That's what I was thinking, but uh, Steve and a lot of the internet marks really want that gold on him immediately. No, he doesn't need a belt, dude. That's not the... Why does the fiend need a belt? He doesn't even care. Why does the fiend or the funhouse house need a belt? Yeah, they don't care, man. They're off in another fucking world. Yeah, it's like the early taker. <laughs> exactly. Taker. What do you... Uh, Segway. Wood Jacobs. Knox County Mayor. Oh, yeah. Also, the, also known as the Big Red Machine. Yeah, Kane makes an appearance on wrestling, man. That was awesome. So, uh, basically, uh, R-Truth and Carmelo at the, some Tennessee Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. But Jacobs, I mean, it's corp- it looks like corporate Kane for people in the K-Fame lifestyle, but he just walks up. He's like, hi, Knox County Mayor Glenn Jacobs. And everyone knows immediately. I go, oh, fuck, that's Kane. He's like, oh, I'll give you a tour around and shit if you want. And later in the show, you see them, and they're at uh, Ball Stadium, University of Tennessee. And he's on the field with them, and basically just, they, they shoot the shit for a while, and uh, Kane uses the security guard as a referee, and uh, wins the 24-7 title off our truth. Yeah, and I like his mayor. Uh, I don't know if it's character or not, but I like the mayor, Kane. It just seems similar to Corporate Kane from what I, like, I, I wasn't here for Corporate Kane, yeah, neither of us were, but, no, but he, I've seen. Well, he must have been decent at it, because he's, he's not bad at being just a regular guy. No, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a smart-ass guy, dude. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool, like, that he did that other character his whole career, but, like, he could have, he could have been on the mic. You know what I mean? Is, isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah, this character was so fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, he was burnt, Jeff. But he, he know how to make all that shit work, though. Yeah. <laughs> what a great story. Like, uh, Vince is a legend just for that. That story alone. That's it, man. Like, he's done a lot of cool stuff. But just the Undertaker and Kane Brotherhood is enough yeah. for me. Uh, yeah, that was a good part of Raw. I'm glad you br- I'm glad you brought that up because I I forgot about that. That was awesome. And, and just to show him, like his uh, he's still into wrestling and everything as he's like as he won the title, he's running through the concourse away from the camera. He looks at the camera. I still got it. Yeah. <laughs> it was well executed for sure. Yeah. And then he comes back. When does he come back in the main event? Bobby Roode, no one gives a fuck. Uh, Ziggler's out there, and they uh, gang 
beating up on Bobby Roode, then the club comes in and becomes a five-on-one. And then Kane, because it's the University of Tennessee, he's Knox County Mayor, comes out in actual wardrobe, mask, mask and all, and just fucking beats, beats the fuck out of people. Yep. Classic Kane punches down the ramp. The uh, uppercut throat yeah, punch. The throat punch. I'm just pissed at you. Did we see a sidewalk slam? No, we just got choke slams, and I wasn't too happy with the way uh, they took the choke slams. No, but I've seen a lot worse. It, who got the double? Was it uh, Rude and Ziggler? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's, see, that's surprising. Those guys you think could jump like eight feet high. Yeah, they kind of, they sandbagged it. To yeah, they did a sandbag. They sandbagged my mans, and I didn't like it. Like yeah. you, Shane McMahon knows you got to jump straight up as high as you can. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shane McMahon knows how to take a jump slam. I mean, these guys are over fifty. One of them's a mayor, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Get up! He can't lift you up anymore. <clears throat> and then to, uh, after Kane fucking. I was totally I was similar to you. I was uncomfortable with the uh, with Kane taking it. You know what I mean? But people get old. What are you gonna do? Like it's not nineteen ninety seven Kane. God, I wish. I know, cause he 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 doesn't get scared of the fiend, buddy. No. That dude he was. Yeah. Yeah. Kane used to be terrifying when he first came out. Yeah, incredibly terrifying. His eye was a different color. Yeah, it's like, okay, this guy's seven feet tall. He's huge. His face is burnt and mangled. Is that what you're telling me? And, he, and, and his, his hair is just a wet mop. Yeah, and his, his voice, when they when he did talk. Remember? Era. The voice yeah, box. He just had a cigarette smoker's voice. Yeah, the voice box era. <laughs> that wasn't well executed though. The, the microphone always gave bad feedback, so they had to go to the garble. Yeah, but either way, when you're a kid, that's terrifying. Yeah. Like, you think this guy's disfigured already, and now he doesn't talk right, and he wears a mask, like a little fat guy running around with him. <laughs> Paul Bear. Yeah, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Triple shit ass Paul Bear. Yeah, the, the clearly, a, a, you know, works at a morgue. <laughs> so, uh, yep, and I I didn't get to SmackDown. I'm, I'm fucking, I can't get to watch. It takes me four nights to watch Raw. Because the podcast school and everything. Yeah, I'm you, man. It's just hard. It's hard to run a successful podcast. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, yeah, we're. I, Spoil SmackDown for you, or what? Oh yeah, spoil it up. Just 
give us give us a rundown. What'd you like? Served him. He got served. Not by Owens himself, just by someone. But yeah, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shane comes out. It's like get in here, get in here, get in here. Calls KO in the ring, and basically the the suit is a wrongful termination suit for like twenty five million uh, cigarette butts or whatever. You know, fake currency. Yeah, yeah. tricky. Clause, you have to be familiar with everything in the contract. Exactly. So, so he's so. What's his status right now then? Uh, he just mic dropped after he said that. So we don't really know. Left through the crowd. So he's probably still fired, but he's, he's got a suit, so it's 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 liquid, John. Okay. What else did you like? They had King Corbin's coronation, and uh, he uh, brought out Chad Gable and just made a bunch of short jokes, and then Gable just fucking tore everything to shreds, the fucking throne, the crown, attacked Corbin, destroyed his crown, just lit shit on fire. Yeah. I like that. I, I, the Corbin match, though, on Raw wasn't too bad. Forgot about that oh, one. No, he completely 
the ring finals, but Corbin beat Gable. Yep. Clean, too. Clean. Yeah, it was. Uh, and then the main event was just uh, Brian, Dana Bryan having a promo, and then it calls out Eric Rowan, and then Luke Harper basically comes out and attacks. They both attack Daniel Bryan. Rowan comes out. Uh, even the odds, but again, it's just the Butt Boys going wild and destroying shit. Okay, okay. The Butt Boys being Harper and Rollins, sorry. <laughs> yep, I understand. So what do you think of SmackDown? Not that good. Okay. I like KO's five, but that's about it. And New Day versus Orton in Revival. I don't know what the fuck's going on there, but uh... Oh! You're gonna wanna watch this you're going to want to watch that start, or do you want me to spoil it? No, what is it? I'll watch it. Uh, it's uh, right after the first match. Okay, the start of the next segment? Well, it just it, it bleeds into it. Okay, so after the first match. Yeah. It's, it's not huge news, but it's, it's, it's noteworthy. I don't want to spoil it for you if you want if you want the surprise. Okay, no, I'll, I'll wait. Uh, I did. We did forget to mention that there's going to be another draft. Oh yeah, they snuck that on us this week. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, you remember that last time we had, you know, we had the uh, superstar shakeup, and we just kind of said fuck it. And now, okay, now we're back. Yeah. And we're doing a draft. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Yep. What's that set for? Uh, I don't know. It's before the SmackDown moves to Fox. They're making a big deal out of that. Okay. Will probably be terrible. We will see. It's got the old uh, people that used to do the drafts, like Heyman stuff, involved. Oh, yeah. That's true. Um, well, what else? You got anything else, Jeff, for this 100th episode? I'm sorry. One-year anniversary? It's been a fun year. I think we had uh, I think we had some good guests on this today. Yeah. It's too bad we couldn't get a couple more, but you know people are busy. Yeah, busy schedules, dude. I'm about to go to uh, me and uh, Texas Tamman about to go to uh, Atmosphere and Bubba Ali show tonight. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, you got to get going to that. You're well, it's only five fifty-two in Denver. Yeah. Still though, you said it's at eight. Yeah. It'll be. About Hell yeah! I, I wonder if the, I hope I hope I hope they do the uh, live band. We'll see. I'm not sure. They've done that before, and that's fun. Hell yeah! They'll keep it live. Oh, for sure. What were you about to say? No, I don't remember. All right. Well, on that note, Jeff, I gotta <laughs> I gotta get out. I gotta go eat some dinner. I'm going to have, uh, yeah, I got Pod U Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, so, thanks for keeping it real, Jeff, for a year. Hell yeah, one year down. Sophomore slump? Hell no. Hell no, we're doubling down and we're going full blast, baby. One more round of applause for a year in. And night-night. Night-night. 
That's my favorite subject. I don't know if you picked up on that yet or not. I never said I had a business mind. I just don't believe that quitting time exists. Ain't no finish line to this. You gotta give me mine. I really shine. My giving time is this. Live and die with the grind, driven by the fist. Where do you? I'm Kelly O'Hara, two-time World Cup champion, Olympic gold medalist, defender for the U.S. women's national team, and as of now, your new favorite podcast host. Join me on the Just Women's Sports podcast as I sit down with some of the biggest names in sports to talk about the untold stories behind their success. Featuring Olympians, MVPs, world champions, and breakout stars, the Just Women's Sports podcast tells the real story of what it's like to be a professional athlete today. Find Just Women's Sports wherever you get your podcasts. See you there. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.